1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Super J-Cost. I'm Joel Overham, joined by David McDonald. David, you were just telling me an extremely harrowing story about some chicken salad, which <laughs> I feel you need to share with the listeners.
0: Oh, my goodness gracious. My life is a fucking mess um, in many ways. My, actually, my life is a joy in many ways, and my life is a mess in a handful. And this is one of them. So, as strange as this sounds... My body does what it can to protect me. And it does it in mysterious ways. Here's one of them. So yesterday, after I went out uh record shopping, which was a very successful day. right? Went a vinyl well, not, this is my new thing, El Joel. Vinyl record shopping. I got uh I got Van Halen's first album for like three dollars. I got uh two, three 12-inch singles, uh Depeche Mode. Everything counts. I got Election Day uh, Arcadia, which is one of my favorite. By the way, Arcadia is absolutely underrated. Fantastic, fantastic band. And then uh, I got All She Wants is Duran Duran. And like, I might be the only person in New Jersey right now that has a promotional copy of the 12 inch of uh, All She Wants is unbelievable. And then uh, Crowded House's first album. Massive fan of, of Crowded House. And that first album is amazing and it's a life changer. And got that. Anywho, get home. Order a. I, I order. I, I here's the thing too. I don't even go like the shitty, uh, unhealthy route. I go and get a salad. Order a salad, and it had grilled chicken in it. I'm thinking, all right, this is. I'm back on. I'm back on the wagon. Healthy eating. Got weight. Still got more weight to lose. By the way, fifty pounds. Fifty pounds. Um, Bravo. Thank you. Doctor was, imp- man. Keep it up. Do- doctor was impressed. Doctor was impressed. Um, I'm like, all right. Let's go. So anyway, I eat this fucking salad, and not not more than ten minutes later, I feel very nauseous and I feel very sick, and I feel it feels like there's a pound of salad stuck in my chest, like right below my 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 breastbone. I get this every once in a while because it, especially when I eat. Like dry meat, like dry chicken or dry steak or dry beef or uh, or if I eat incredibly too fast like if i 'm just shoveling food in my mouth, I get this, it sticks in my in my stomach and it doesn 't digest and it and it just fucking makes me ill, and I know the only resolution to this is my body 's going to reject it and i 'm going to throw up, or i 'm going to make myself throw up, so I choose nine times out of ten the quicker recourse. Let's make myself throw up. So I give myself the Heimlich maneuver, basically, to throw up. And oh, fucking lord! There's nothing better than seeing hunks of people are going to like be like eating their lunch and be like, <laughs> "I'm going to make people throw up." Like, like, do people throwing up, Joel, make you throw up? Does that make you sick?
1: No. Um... <laughs> Nali had quite a, an eventful Friday night. I suppose I could f- follow up your story with this one because uh, that involves throwing up as well. But I'm going to let you finish first. But right. the short answer is
0: no. Okay, because um, uh, because it, it makes me sick. So I look at this throw up. Like I'm, I'm like my my head is over the sink, and I l- open my eyes with with like saliva coming out my nostrils and my ear, just a mess. And I look and I see it, and then I throw up again because I looked at the throw up. Um, a reaction every throw up. And uh so that went on for about maybe 15 minutes total, 10 minutes. And uh then it was fine, then it was all right, and then I was able to go out uh with my friends. Uh played some cards. Um my friend is is uh training to be a casino dealer. So he wanted to have people over and have an actual like simulation. Right? Of course, we give him the worst. We're like, hey, you, know, you know, giving him the worst scenarios because we are the worst scenarios. Uh, but he had fun, and I wound up winning. I wound up winning like 50 bucks. So uh, how you like those apples, everyone? Uh, I throw up in the day, win money at night. That's the story of my life. All right, so Mally, uh, what's she doing? What's she, is she throwing up too?
1: Yeah, we went to a German restaurant on Friday night, and Mally hadn't eaten much, and she was really thirsty, ordered margarita, and just basically downed it and then proceeded to drink a lot of wine and kind of passed out on the table um while she was passed out on the table i managed to assemble a sandwich on her head Uh, (laughs) i've got a photo of that i'll definitely send it i'll tell you what i'm gonna send it to you now and depending on how i feel i may share it on twitter although that's probably really mean and then yeah she was just feeling worse for wear towards the end of the evening. She was like, oh, I need the toilet, I need the toilet. And this is in quite a fancy hotel, this restaurant. So I was just sort of trying to hurry her into the toilet. And then I just saw her as she went through the toilet, just like vomit into all three sinks at once. It was quite spectacular. Oh, and oh then, my God. I, she was a bit of a mess. I had to take her home. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about this on a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast. but No, it's <laughs> <you> great. <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> like, like she is she, she uh well she didn't eat anything all day she is she a light drinker like in other words can she seemed like she could handle her drink you know what i mean she like, can... you're not gonna she's not gonna be like a one beer fall on the ground girl she's she could she could she could, she could knock them down a little bit i don't think uh she's uh a, a, a usual problem is she
1: not at all if she's eaten and she's hydrated then she's fine um, I'm slightly alarmed now, Damien, because I've just seen a mosquito in my bedroom, oh. which is bad news. So I'll keep you listeners updated. <laughs> this is the most off-topic start to a podcast we've <laughs> ever done. Is this, what it was? What's the problem with the mosquito? It's just the mosquito. You it comes, you whack it. I don't want to get a... bitten. I'm gonna get. I'll get really itchy. I'm gonna be Will scratching get... that. Yeah.
0: You're gonna get malaria. Uh,
1: hopefully not. At least <laughs> I'm just gonna get an itchy spot on wherever the mosquito bites me and. We'll oh my God. This is shit, even by our standards. Ah, oh, come on.
0: It's all right. We're fine. But I'm looking at the picture now. I would say this is a tweetable picture. There is a uh, the sandwich construction on the top of her head. It's quite amazing. Uh, there's a piece, of, a piece of bread. And uh, what is it? What's in the middle there? A piece of uh, sausage?
1: Another, is it's another piece of bread. All
0: right. So there's three pieces of bread uh, yeah. as a sandwich and a tomato and a broccoli sprout. Coming off the top. And uh, so a
1: sprig of parsley. Yeah.
0: Ah, parsley. Okay, okay. But there's lots of glasses around her. So there's obviously two wine glasses, um, what looks to be a beer glass, and possibly a water glass. Um, so, yeah, she, you know, yeah, she she, she went in, she went all in. That's a good egg right there. That's a good girl you got there. Um, seriously, she's there to have a good time, and she's you know, she got a lot of, you know, don't worry. Joel, take her home, and uh, everything will be all right. All right. Um, let
1: me ask you a question. What the fuck are we
0: going to talk about anyway? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing going well, on, is there?
1: Oh. I'll tell you what we'll talk about first. There's All something right. else that might make you throw up. Mm. Just going to start off with one quick pants up, pants down for you, Damon. And Liam sent us this one from Reddit. So he didn't post this to Reddit. It was someone else posted. I'm not going to say who it was. Just your quick thoughts on this WWE <laughs> should start an NXT Japan helmed by Jado. I think if they really want to go at their arch nemesis properly, they should take his tag team partner and take ideas from him in a real-life authority angle. What would Gato do without his running partner? Hmm.
0: Um, Kayfabe-wise, it would be interesting. Um, But I don't see that happening, to be truthful it would make a great storyline wouldn't it? um but i don't see it happening i really see it being like run by like funaki um and you know like a lot of indie guys uh and and possibly young ladies as well um if if this gets, if this gets off the ground i don't see this being a massive wave of of big name talent, but I see this being a um a bit of a a you know poaching of the very struggling financially Japanese in DC. Um and I don't necessarily know if that is a well I know that's not a good thing for me or fans of Japanese pro wrestling, but I, uh, uh, you know, here's what you're going to get. You're going to get a product that's going to have a lot of shimmer and shine on it. And you know, you're going to get that NXT stamp, uh, for guys that you probably have seen many times before in grimier and dirtier rings. That's, that's probably what you're going to get.
1: You took that question far more seriously than I thought you would. I just read it because I thought you'd <laughs> laugh and scoff at how stupid it was. Well, I I'll mean, tell look- you this though, right? Like, given how Jado's booking turned out when he was in charge of Noah, I like the idea because he could destroy NXT Japan before it's even started. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true too, right? He's not really known to be uh, very, very uh, solid with 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 booking decisions, but yeah, I mean, I, again, creative—it's creative idea on paper, but I. I can't see that happening
1: okay here's something else a very big news story here uh, new japan pro wrestling's true ace toriano has yet again embarked on another endeavor by making his move into the culinary industry under the moniker of the curry wrestler which sees him releasing two japanese curry products and two cookbooks by him damon how excited are you about getting hold of these curries and cookbooks all right
0: well he wouldn't be the first right uh if i'm not mistaken uh uh, Muda had uh, a curry. When I went over there, he was uh, hawking it. You could buy the packets of his curry. Um, was he so, spitting
1: it in people's faces?
0: <laughs> no, he was. He, he the guy could barely move at the point, um, hobbling around with two bad hips and knees. He uh, so he had that. I do know. I do remember that. And I was going to buy it. Just it could be like, who the fuck has this? And I'll be one of the only people
1: who have it. Um, if anyone any of our listeners living in Japan can send us some yano curry mm. we'd be eternally yeah. grateful. I love curry. Do you like curry? I love curry. I love Me curry too. and I also love Japanese curry which is very different to yeah. curry curry. Yeah. And of course there's a the whole spectrum of Thai curries as well, but Japanese curry is a very special kind of curry and mm. it's it's a uh, kind of creamier. It's a bit milder usually and then you have it on top of rice and what, like a, a breaded pork cutlet or something, a, a tong, yeah. tonkatsu, yes. or some sausages, or, or karaage, some fried chicken pieces, maybe a little om, omelette there, a mm. bit of cheese, mm. your, your pickles on the sides. Oh, yes. I really want a curry yeah. now.
0: Oh, I would kill. I would kill. I had uh, some on Saturday. Uh uh, I, what, what what did I have? Uh, it was a uh, Madras, 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 Madras. Yeah, uh, some of the oh, spicier end of the spectrum. There. Yes. Oh, Joel, I want I want to be buried in that shit. Oh, so fucking good. If if anybody can make it, uh, feel free to send some my way because I would f- I love that shit. Um, yeah, Jap- Now what I would get uh when I'm there is I would get the steamed buns with the curry at from like uh, the 7-Eleven that was right near the hotel, right next to the hotel. Uh, almost every night, I uh, would just drunkenly go into that place and get those steamed buns, and they were so fucking good. Even the, like, even the, like, we should just do a show on Japanese convenience stores and what to get and what not to get. Oh, so good. Everything's great. There's nothing that I've walked out of. there have been like, eh, this is shit. Everything's great. All right. There you go.
1: all right next up is Hiromu Takahashi who says on Twitter that he's 943% recovered I've given up trying to predict when he's going to make his comeback because I think I've done it about 10 separate times on this podcast and I've been wrong each and every time but uh, like a broken clock eventually I will be correct but I'm going to set out this one Damon when do you think Hiromu will be making an appearance
0: all right so it's 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 uh February middle February and we got to go to when we really need him. In summertime, right? That's when we really need him. Um, I think we see him. He makes an appearance. You figure he's got to get some ring rust off of him. I'm going to say we will see him by July 1st.
1: Okay, so that would be after Best of the Super Juniors.
0: That's a shit prediction. you saying prediction? by July 1st. Yeah, that's a shit prediction. When is Best of the Super Junior?
1: Do we know? Um, usually starts in May, doesn't it? Because it kind of finishes a week or two before Dominion, which mm-hmm. is early June.
0: Okay, so he'll be there before then.
1: So I
0: would say... MSG? That would be really a great time to see him. Because here's the thing, too. I, I And I shared this story before. He lived, like, right in that Jersey area. Um, that's that's where they reside, right Right in the Jersey Shore, um, when he was on excursion.
1: Was he staying with Sumi Sakai?
0: Yep, that is correct. Um, that's where a lot of them. Jay White stayed there. Um, uh, Evil stayed there. Um... Yeah, that the, the MSG would be an ideal scenario, wouldn't it? So yeah, let's just say let's just say that he's he's going to be in best of the Super Junior. He's going to be in that. So
1: yeah, because yeah. he's got to be in that Sumo Hall final because they're not going to book Sumo Hall for that without Hiromu
0: Yeah, he's in that. He's in that, and then uh, he'll uh, Matt, Madison Square Garden might be might be the ideal spot for him to show up. So. Yeah, let's 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 circle that on our calendar.
1: Okay. Next up, we have some news about New Japan from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. First one was um, that they got access to some New Japan market research done in March at the Water Pyramids. The show that was headlined by Golden Lovers versus Young Bucks. So you've had a chance to look at this, Damon, without me having to read off this entire page of statistics. Was there anything that jumped out at you there? Oh,
0: well. well. You know what, let's, uh, I'm going to bring it up just to...
1: Here's here's one that I thought was interesting. 66% subscribed at one time to the WWE Network.
0: Like, what did they do? Did they send out surveys to to, uh, New Japan World subscribers? Like, how do they collect this information is really what I want to know.
1: I think it was surveys for people who attended the show. But I can't see any details... Yeah, I mean,
0: like, how does this, like how is this like? It, it kind of leaves that out, doesn't he? Dave's leave, leaving out that information. It just doesn't seem like it's like like where are you getting this information? Like, you you're standing in line and you're asking people. Like, I don't understand what, what this what this what the survey means. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, because I I as a subscriber to New Japan World, I don't remember ever getting a. Email or a uh, a survey indicating I mean, my it was uh, an email. For,
1: I'm just guessing, but maybe it was an email for people who bought tickets.
0: Okay. All right, maybe. And it said and and what, what was said what was what was the
1: sixty six percent subscribed at one time to the WWE network. Which to me may suggest that uh a significant chunk of the New Japan fan base are uh, comprised of disillusioned ex WWE fans. Would I be way off base with that? You're talking to one of them. What,
0: yeah, I mean I mean, I don't think that's a stretch. I mean, I don't think that would even be a shock to to you know to anyone. I mean, they're wrestling fans. They're pro wrestling fans. If you're a new Japan pro wrestling fan, right, you, you did it. You didn't start your fandom of pro wrestling with New Japan pro wrestling. Let, let's, let's just be clear there, unless, you know, you live in Japan, right? If you live in the States, if you live in Australia, if you live in, 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 in England, if you live in Spain, if you live in Portugal, you started with another, probably WCW or WWE, depending upon how old you are. So, yeah, that, I mean, of course they, they did. Because they're pro-wrestling fans, first and foremost. And then they're New Japan fans. Like, you're not... New Japan doesn't have a fan base, especially a Western fan base. And when I say Western, I mean non-Japanese. Of people that, you know, didn't just start and hop right in with New Japan. I, I find that hard to believe. You started with WWE or WCW. Maybe... ECW, maybe, probably not, but maybe. And then you went to a fucking Japanese promotion. You know, you got a tape. You saw something online. You you didn't hop right into fucking you know you know Kojima matches. That's you know it just didn't happen. So yeah, that's not that's not shocking at all.
1: What about the gender thing here? Because it says here that um oh fuck I've lost it now. Oh, uh, audience live was 81% male, unlike in Japan, where it's nearly 50-50 split. What would you make of that?
0: All right. So we went to many shows um, in, in my in my times there. So probably between, f- if, if I just count the Wrestle Kingdom tours and the shows that we would go to and the amount of people, would I say it was split 50-50? Hmm. I don't know if I would go 50-50. But I will say this. It is significantly more than female attendance in, say, if I go to Ring of Honor shows, if I go to uh, whoever. Whoever comes to town, right? WWE. And I don't go to a ton of WWE currently. Um, There are a lot. And it's noticeable. And... Uh, you know, they're not dragged there by their boyfriends or husbands, right? You you know when you see that, where it's just like they're just like on their phone, not giving a fuck what is going on, and they can't wait to leave so they can go to dinner. Um, That's not the case. 50% seems a little high, but uh, I would say it's closer to that than in any other area in the world.
1: Yes, uh, I'll give you that. So, would you make of the fact that in the States, for the people attending this show, it was so different that it was 81% male, do you think that's something that will change no. in the foreseeable future? What well, no, pro mean, wrestling oh. still uh, in the West or maybe in the States is going to remain a male dominated sphere?
0: I don't think that it is. Here's, here's what it is. First of all, I think right now it's, and I can't speak for, for women, of course, but I feel like the current day pro wrestling is the safest and, and, and the, uh, I don't want to say the, it, most inclusive than it's ever been in the history of pro wrestling right again i tell stories about the 80s and the 90s where if i you know just bringing your girlfriend was like oh i don't know why we really want to do this um and they they they're always made to feel i don't know maybe like again they were they were always girlfriends who were dragged to the show? They were hardly ever fans, and the fans that, and the, and the, and the females that were fans, um, it felt like they were not treated well, right? Either it was, oh, she's you know she's promiscuous with the fellas, or oh, she's blah blah blah, and it's, it's like, like you did, of course you didn't get that with the guys, right? And it was. it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a sausage festival. It was just pretty much all guys. And I shared. I said I went to a Ring of Honor show where I went. Actually, I went to a show in England. I went to. Um, it may have been a Rev Pro show or a Progress show that I that I really noticed that the split. Like there were a lot of women. I was like, this uh, this is more women than I've ever seen at a wrestling show, and I, I couldn't believe it. And I thought it was great and. Oh wow! Um, and it kind of continued in the states, and it kind of continued. I, I again, I still think predominantly. If you go to a pro wrestling show in the United States, it is a predominantly male crowd. But I think it. I think it's gotten a, a ton better uh, when it comes to females. Not only, not only going but being fans of the product right and 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 you know and and saddling up right next to a guy and being able to you know you know this is the storyline and this is uh you know this guy he works in this promotion and he does this and you know that's good i mean there's no reason why, you know and the only reason it wasn't like that is because truth be told it, they were made to feel uncomfortable being there with the chance and the sh- you know, you know, like you're gonna go to a wrestling show and you're gonna you know, have to get put up with show your tits. What? Show my what? I'm here to see a wrestling show. And there was lots of that. Like ECW was was pretty pretty crazy when it came to that kind of nonsense. Where if it was just a like like Joel, not just a girl in you know, not like Francine or um I don't know, if Missy Hyatt showed up. You know, okay, bad enough, we're chanting, show your tits. Or they're, sh- they're chanting, show your tits to girls in the crowd. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, what the fuck? You know, so you don't you don't bring your girlfriend there. You don't bring anybody there. You can't make them a fan. And if they are a fan, they're staying the fuck home because they went one time and everybody's chanting, show your tits at them. Bullshit. Nobody chanting show their tits at me. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> felt left out uh so yeah that's uh getting rounding back to my original the original point um there definitely are more females at japanese pro wrestling shows for sure but i don't know if it's 50 50
1: i'll be very interested to hear from our female listeners just let us know what your experiences are with new japan fandom and wrestling fans in general is there a difference between you know going to new japan shows and going to other shows and that kind of stuff yeah get in touch with us
0: yeah I really would be interested because that's you know i look, i can't imagine- especially older like if if you if you know you're in your your thirties and forties um you know, the differences like you know the differences between going to shows back then and going to shows now i I definitely would love to hear that perspective because um it feels to me that it's changing but I don't know for sure and uh yeah, I'd just like to get that that take. That would be a really interesting conversation.
1: The Observer also had some information about tickets on the secondary market. So just by comparison, um, Elimination Chamber secondary market ticket the would be about fifty five dollars. Double or nothing, one hundred and ten. Cheapest WrestleMania ticket right now is about one hundred and thirty two dollars. Raw after WrestleMania, sixty one dollars. Uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, Damon, this might give us pause for thought, $164. So, going to be quite tempting not to flog those and then have a night on a town. Uh-huh. Uh, and, well, I'll skip through the rest of these, but uh, MSG, uh, as low as $59. Is that a surprise to you that it's that low?
0: No, I, no, because, uh, and here's the thing, too, it's ebbs and flows right as it gets closer and as the the card gets announced i think that that number will, will will dance right based off of those two factors usually things dip down a little bit based off of volume going in right so cuz i i look at stubhub a lot um for tickets at concerts and such because i never get tickets the day they go on sale so you know you look at people who who are just trying to get rid of shit, right? There's there's different levels. Like, not everybody on StubHub is trying to make a buck, right? Not trying to double their money. Some people have tickets and they're just trying to get rid of them just because they got an extra ticket and somebody bailed out on them and they're just trying to make their money back, right? And they'll take anything. Uh, yes, there are cases where the markup is fucking ridiculous, right? But there are cases where it's just like you just get deals. Again, as you get closer to the date, usually those those numbers drop right just because the they, people get panicky and they start you know slashing the prices but um i don't think I, I can't deny the fact that you know omega and the and the bucks not being on this show I, I mean again nothing's confirmed but it does seem like that's going to be the case um did impact that um People putting tickets on the secondary market. The NXT one. Look, I think that I, I let me ask you this for for one hundred and seventy five dollars. you sell How much did we pay for them? Um, What are we paying? A like, hundred? If that I don't even think we paid a hundred. Right. I don't even think we paid a hundred. So maybe ninety nine dollars was it? I don't know. I forget. Like, yeah, maybe maybe it was 100. Because I think I asked you for 100. And I think it was like 99. So, I mean, listen, I want that dollar back. I'll, I'll give it to you in New York. Um, uh, I would, if somebody offered me 200 bucks for that, Joe, we'd have a conversation. We'd have a conversation of, I- I'm getting offered 200 bucks, my friend. I say, let's go get some fucking Jack Daniels and some Dan Dan noodles and. Let's see what kind of nonsense we can get into.
1: (laughs) Right? Come on. Maybe I'll put that to a Twitter poll. uh, Let the listeners decide. Do we go to NXT TakeOver or do we have a night in the town?
0: Listen, again, we have an extra $200 in our pocket in New York City. Imagine the nonsense we can get into. And here's what we do. We tell the ladies that, you know, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to the show. Okay. Bye. And then the next thing you know. We got a free night. We got a night with the boys. And boy, oh boy, what kind of nonsense we could get into, right? Oh, did I just did I just spill the beans on this planet?
1: Oh. <laughs> I can guarantee you man, he's not gonna be listening to this shit.
0: <laughs> oh good. Then there we go. We'll map it all out. See? Uh and help us out. You know, there's plenty of people in New York that we that listen to this show. We need uh we might need we might need some um some hot spots, some uh some places where there are there's plenty of nonsense. Right. Some fun. Uh, you know what I'm saying. So uh, help us out, listeners.
1: You know, get us into trouble. Listener Shane said, should we be worried about the soft secondary ticket market for the MSG show? But I guess you already kind of answered that. You don't think it's yeah. a problem?
0: I really don't. I don't think it's a problem. I think uh, as the show gets announced, more tickets will be scooped up. The show, the show, will. Be, let's put it this way. The building will be packed. You're not going to see empty seats. So let's put that. Don't worry about that. Um, those tickets will be... The asses will be in seats. Don't worry. About, and and here's the thing, too. I guarantee you the show will be great. The show will be great.
1: Okay, how about this? Um, according to Wrestling Observer Radio, the original IWGP title plan was for Kenny to beat Tanahashi at the Dome and then lose to Okada at MSG. Allegedly, Kenny said this before the interview that he did with Dave Meltzer, which shows that they were going to headline MSG with a big match with Omega Okada. Voices of Wrestling asks an interesting question here, and I'd like to know your thoughts on it. Was Tanahashi always supposed to be a transitional champion, or did the Omega situation put them into desperation mode, and they've had to rework the gear with Jay White as the beneficiary? Because the Jay White arc does make sense on its own. It's not completely incomprehensible where you're scratching your head thinking, what, this has come out of nowhere, because the groundwork's been there for an entire year since he was sitting in that press conference after New Year Dash, telling Ricardo that he was going to come after him and he was going to be IWGP Champion one day, so you can't accuse him of uh, pulling this out of their ass. But at the same time, you'd have to think that plans did change somewhat with um, Omega leaving and then, as a result, having Tanahashi as a transitional champion.
0: Yeah, so I think I think it's a combination of both. I think it's it's putting Jay White into a position of. Being able to be a guy who can carry a, a big title, right? Um, it's a combination of Kenny Omega whispering and, and, and wanting and negotiating and, and trying to find the deal that's best for him. Um, it's, it's, it's a combination of things. Um, yeah, he, it, Jay White wasn't just hot shotted into this position, this has been a, a slow burn for over a year. Um, Do I think that New Japan knew a year ago of of the situation? No, because I don't even think Kenny knew. And I don't even think Bucks knew. And I don't even think Cody knew. I think, um, again, and and maybe I haven't said it exactly like this before, but this is just an example of solid pre-planning. Having your ducks in a row in case an emergency occurs that you can quickly Make a transition smoothly uh, and seamlessly to fill in whatever gaps that you had. This is like insurance. This is like having uh, a savings account. When the refrigerator breaks, you're not scrambling for two weeks trying to collect pocket change to fucking buy a refrigerator. You've got a savings account for emergencies. That's how New Japan books. They have a savings account for emergencies. Boom. There you are.
1: How do you think that would have gone down at Madison Square Garden having Omega lose to Okada? Do you think people would have been disappointed with that? Do you think that might have been an issue? Maybe some booing or do you think the match would have been so good that people would be appreciative either way?
0: Yeah. Um that would be a short title reign, wouldn't it? Like him like like Omega losing at Madison Square Garden would I I would think there would be, and you know, yeah, listen, we we make fun of them, but we know those those fans. I know we're 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 doing what people say we do. We're gatekeeping, but those fans, um, yeah, they might be a little bit upset with a with a was it two or three month title ring. Um,
1: no, this this would have been the. Nearly a year title reign, so him winning oh, so, it at Dominion right, well, right, and then right, holding right, it right, all right, the right. way to MSG.
0: Right, okay. Got you, got you, got you, got it. Okay, then it wouldn't be that bad. Uh, but still, a title loss, I think you wouldn't would give that audience a title win. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, holding it for a year definitely lessens the blow. Nah, I don't think it would have been that bad. And you would have saw a title change. I don't think it would have been that 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 crazy i I, I went into it thinking he uh how somehow regained the title and then lost it in an in and that would have been nuts like like he's Jay white or something like that. <laughs> um, no i think I think the crowd would have be okay with, with the title change given that it was a long title reign for Kenny Omega.
1: How disappointed are you personally to be missing out on an Omega Okada match?
0: A little bit, a little bit. I mean, look, they, in in modern in the modern era, those two put on you know some of the greatest matches of all time. They'll go right up there with uh, Okada and Tanahashi. I'm opening my blinds. Um, they will go down, you know, with the steamboat flares. They'll go down with the Hearts, uh, Austins. They'll go down you know, with some of the great, you know, Masawa, uh, Kibashi. They'll go down with some of the greatest feuds in all of pro wrestling. And greatest matches, you know, collection of matches in, in the history of pro wrestling. No doubt about it. And to see one of them would have been great, right? To see a little chapter in that live would have been fantastic. Or for me, at least another one. It'd be great uh you another one um what do you what do you think we are getting give me a taste of what you where you see madison square garden shaping up to look like
1: can we save that for later because we is can on save the that for
0: later we could save that for later
1: okay next thing i want to mention was a, a kind of quasi announcement that a uh, royal quest will take place on 31st of august 2019 in london in the copper box arena that was confirmed by RevPro to be a straight New Japan show, so it's not going to be cross-promoted. And the announcement said that three of the top Japanese stars to be announced next week, so you can all use your imagination for who that's going to be. Early thoughts on this, Damon? Are you going to be making the hop across the pond?
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> now you, you brought it out into the public. Uh, all right, let's address a couple things first. One, yes, I know people were disappointed that they didn't name names for this, uh, the, the three that were going to be there, but... Um, look, if you could think of the the big three for New Japan, I think that you're not going to be too far from the mark, right? Uh, I think that's a safe safe guess. Um, you're going to get names on this show. Number one, uh, Yano, numbers. Izuka, Taichi. Yep. Oh no, yep. not Izuka
1: because he's retiring.
0: Oh yeah, um, that's right around the corner, isn't it? This week, next week. Uh, yeah, you're getting you're getting. Big names. And from what whispers uh, on the street, Joel, we're back on the street, by the way. The street's getting nice. We got some new neighbors on the street. Uh, Whispers will have, uh, you'll have a fourth one, right? Am am, am I wrong in this one? You'll have a fourth one uh, added very soon so uh keep you keep your eyes and ears peeled for that, so listen london you're not you're you're not getting a shitty you know card. Don't worry about that. I know everybody was freaking out. you didn't hear the three, but from what I understand, you're eventually going to get four and the names you're going to like a lot, so don't don't fucking you know don't lose your mind over that am i now am I going to London? That's your question, Joel. Here's the situation. I am going to London. If I can get enough money, and really, all I really need is, apparently, is a flight and ticket to eat. It's just a weekend shot, so I I can't stay longer than that if I do go. But I got to get that money. Now, the problem is this. One, I haven't discussed this with my wife as of yet. yet. Uh, And two like i I am still paying off Japan, previous Japan, so money is tight at the Damon McDonald household, so i gotta I gotta find a way to get the extra money without impacting the the financial plans of the house because if I come with this monkey wrench, I believe I'm going to get uh my my neck cut while I sleep and my wife shitting down the hole in my throat, and then I die. That's how I will die. That's a really weird way to die, but that is how I picture it. That's how I picture it going down. So uh, to answer your question, Joel, I want to go, and I feel like I need to go. So if anybody wants to pay (laughs) for my flight, I'll be down. Uh, I need a sugar daddy, in other words. Uh, to make this happen, uh, New Japan. If you'd like to uh, make that happen, then when we could do some a live remote podcast, that might be a great idea. If uh, if we do a Patreon and with that, if you want to buy a T-shirt, there's there's another way you can support. But for right now, I have to find a way to uh, to get this money that doesn't impact any other things in my in my world. And then yes, I will be there come come
1: London. Okay, well let's get on to some upcoming shows. We've got New Japan Road and this show is apparently sold out along with Honor Rising. So New Japan Road will be taking place this Thursday, February 21st at Karakawan Hall. First match we've got Yuya Uemura and Yushin Thunder Liger against a team of Robbie Eagles and Taiji Ishimori. Great to see Robbie Eagles back, Um, looking forward to this one. Uh, second match, we have Tiger Masks, Toohinare, Tomaki Honma, Togi Makabe versus Yota Tsuji, Ren Narita, Manabu Nakanishi and Satoshi Kojima. Third match, Shota Umino and Yuji Nagata versus Yoshihashi and Tomohiro Ishii. Fourth match, Yo versus El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. That should be good. Always good to see those two teams going off two on two. Ryusuke Toguchi and Hiroki Goto versus Takumi Chinoku and Zack Sabre Jr. That's an interesting one. Sixth match will Ospreay in Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Killer Elite Squads. So, Davey Boy Smith and Lance Archer making their return to New Japan. And then the main event, Takashi Izuka retirement match. Toriano, Hiroshi Tenzan and Kazuchika Okada versus Taichi, Minoru Suzuki and Takashi Izuka. So, your thoughts on this show, Damon?
0: Yeah, I think we we, we were all in agreement that it had to be a tag match, right? They were going to put they were going to put Tenzan and Izuka in a singles match. So, uh Yep, they did the right thing, the safe thing, and put it in there. Um, I don't know if you've, if you've noticed. I did see some stuff online where Tenzon is going to a shrine where he's looking at, and apparently it is held up, I- Izzaka's, uh, nor- quote, air quotes, normal state is somehow uh, locked up in this shrine. And Tenzon will go and visit this spiritual thing of of Isaga's normal self i'm telling you right now this this match ends somehow with with Isaga you know coming back to his senses and becoming a, a i'll put it again in air quotes a normal man so uh, i think that's where we're going with this
1: do you think that happens during the match or after the match
0: after the match after that i think uh, he comes to his senses and Tears and, uh, again, heartfelt, you know, flowers and uh, all of that. Turns turns his hard uh, black heart into uh, soft red mush. And then uh, and then uh, everyone cries. What a story. And then uh, that's that.
1: How do you put the finish of this match? Who do you think pins or, or submits whom?
0: You know, in these type of matches... I would not be surprised in these retirement type matches uh, uh, a many, many 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 times it's not the guy retiring getting the pinfall he's actually taking the pinfall uh like they don't like they don't give them that that feel good moment of getting the pin um so I would not be surprised if he takes the pin if isica takes the pin and Who's on the other side? Is it uh, Okada, Who's Okada,
1: Yano, and Tenzan?
0: I wouldn't be surprised if Okada gets the pin on 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 Isaka. I really wouldn't. Um,
1: Isaka's taking a bump from the Rainmaker. Ah,
0: he could do that. He could fall. He can do a. Fl- I mean, it's one bump. Oh, it's all he got to take. One flat back bump. He could oh, So he's that. not going to do the
1: flippy one, like where he lands on his head, like a yeah. Knight uh, or Megamiti.
0: <laughs> Nah, no flippy, no, no. I'll tell you what. If he does a flip, I'll I'll stand up and fucking yelp. Uh, I'll stand up and write a restaurant review. <laughs> uh, no, I will. I will cheer if he if he if he gets off his feet and takes that bump. Ah, what a, what a what a good egg he is. Yeah.
1: What do you think about some of those other matches? So, Shoyano versus El Desperado and Kanemaru. Do you think this is going to be? a win for a punky 3k to give them that momentum going into their title challenge because that's yes. what it looks like on paper.
0: Yeah. I mean that's that's if if we kind of use previous shows and previous programs as a as as history to learn from. Yeah, I would say that that's a perfect opportunity for a challenging team to get a one up on the champions to help build for that match.
1: What about Osprey Tanahashi against Killer Elite Squad? Do you think this is going to be a big win for Kes to reestablish themselves as contenders in the tag division.
0: Um, yeah, um, but who's taking a pin? Yeah, though? that's if, what I'm saying. If, yeah, uh, that's what I'm. That's what I'm struggling with because I really don't think it's Tanahashi. And I really I don't, don't
1: think, think it, you bring Kes back to lose, would you? This is a very difficult one to call.
0: Yeah, I would say. You think? And again, I think they, that it does more more harm than good if you pin Osprey.
1: Yeah, Tanahashi did get hmm. pinned or submitted. They got submitted, didn't they, In some of those matches or one of the matches leading up to the Jay White title challenge. So it's not like he's invincible in these tag matches. So maybe that's the no. story you go with. That Tanahashi, without the belt, time starting to catch up with him. Leg injury. Yeah. He's a killer bomb. I mean, staring at the lights, one, two, three. Can you see that?
0: I mean, no disrespect to Kes, but that's a you're pinning Tanahashi. I don't know. I I, and here's the thing too. An, an unestablished tag team of Tanahashi and Osprey, right? I mean, how long? Is this the first time they've ever tagged together? I think so.
1: They had that tag match against Golden Lovers the amazing one at the end of 2018.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, right. Right. But Tana
1: actually did like fuck all in that match. No, he so. right,
0: did nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a great match though. Um okay. I mean, is this are, are we trying to say here that we're this is a number one
1: contenders match kind of thing? No, because we've already got an IWGP heavyweight tag match booked, I believe. Right. So, yeah, it's not that. Really I, I think yeah. anyway. I could be wrong about that.
0: I I'm 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 going to be truthful. I don't see how you pin Osprey here. I don't see how you pin Tanahashi here. I really don't. I I gotta I gotta think one of Kes is 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 uh, doing the job here. I gotta think that. And that's weird because you know Kes is the established tag team, but. If you're looking on the on the death chart, Tanahashi and Will are higher than KES, right?
1: Well, just looking ahead to one of the Honor Rising shows, we do have Sonada and Evil against Tankalo and Tamatonga, so would it make sense that Sonada and Evil win and then go on to face Killer Elite Squad, let's say they win.
0: Makes sense. It does make sense. And then there's finger pointing and I challenge you and all that horseshit. And we know Davy Boy Smith is going to be in the New York area because he's going to be on that um, Bloodsport show, that uh, Josh Barnett show. He's, he's going to be on that show. So we know at the very least Davy Boy Smith Jr. is going to be in the area, right? So that – like when I see all these different things, it's like okay, well, we know Zach's going to be there because he did that promo for Ring of Honor. We know Suzuki's going to be there because he's going to be also on that blood sport. We know Ishi's going to be there because, well, he's also working a, a Rev Pro, the Rev Pro show. Um, Davy Boy Smith, you you might see Davy Boy, you might see Killer Elite Squad versus Evil and Sonata at Madison Square Garden. That's that. So. So then, yeah, maybe that's a win for, for KES on this show to help set that up.
1: And we saw that a couple of times last year, including a pretty damn good match at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Is that something that excites you, Evil Sonata against KES? Doesn't necessarily ex- excite me, but I will say this.
0: Um, and I'll say this for just about every match on that show. They, they, they're, these, are, these are guys that have dreamed about working this building. Like, this is a big deal for a lot of pro wrestlers because a lot of pro wrestlers never thought they would get this opportunity with the way WWE had a monopoly on that building, right? So unless you're working for WWE, you're not getting in that building. That ain't happening. Um, you're buying a ticket maybe, but you ain't getting in the fucking ring. So for a lot of these people, this is like a an absolute dream come true. And it's almost to the tune of when am I ever going to get this opportunity again? I got to make the most of it, and I'm going to make the most of it. So um, I think that, that every match will have that element. You know, even the Ring of Honor people. You know, you know Jay Lethal or uh, you know a banged up Dalton Castle. You know, they're all in that same boat where it's like oh, I never thought I would ever be in this building, in front of a, not even just be in this building, but be in this building in front of a packed house. Um, a, a ravenous packed house. So um, I think every match will be good. I really do. I, uh, let's, let me take that back. I think every match, every participant will have their working boots on and they're going to try to have the best match they possibly can in front of that Madison Square Garden and in that building.
1: Well, to take this chance to look at the state of the heavyweight tag division. So we've got Evil and Sonata as champions. We've got Gorillas of destiny who are challenging them. We've got Killer Elite Squad here. Other teams, Makabe and Yano, the most violent players. Chase Owens and Yujiro Takahashi. And the potential of Tanahashi and Okada teaming up in the future. Anders asked, the tag divisions have been criticized about, as long as I've followed New Japan, what do you think they should do to freshen up the division? I think Okada Tanahashi having a run Mm. and having some main events with them on top would be a good way to start.
0: It's a good way to start. It's, but that's below them, I feel. I really do. Um, look, here's what you need. You, you need someone, and this has been a criticism of Ghetto for, for quite a while, is that he does an, an absolutely outstanding job when it comes to booking the heavyweight title situation. And, I, in fact, I don't think that there's anyone better. He does an unbelievable job. And he earns his money off of that. And then he it, like I don't want to say his interest, but like like his mojo dwindles as you go down the pecking order of the titles. He I, I really just don't feel like he puts a lot of effort and thought and 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 creativity into the tag titles. And it's hard to do. I mean he I mean he's booking all these shows he's got these booking these storylines and and again the money is in the heavyweight title um and and that's that's one of the things that kind of gets slipped under the cracks and 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 gets lost and it has been for I mean in modern times I mean listen we, we Gallows and Anderson uh GBH uh the kingdom huh a kingdom, uh, Briscoes. Uh, we we've had a taste of Godo and Shibata, a taste of it. Uh, God, I mean, this is what this is what we've gotten in the past four or five years. Shit, it's awful. It's not good. They here's what they need. They don't need new tag teams, Joel. They need someone dedicated to booking this division. That's what they need because it's an afterthought. It feels like it's a throwaway. It feels like it's, oh, uh, we got to put these guys on the show. All right. But it's, it's the same fucking theme for five years. And it's boring and dull. And we hoped that there would be little spark, little dashes of paprika that were thrown in. I don't know why I pronounced it like that, but I thought it was uh, like a Latin flavor. I, um, you need a little spice. Yeah, and you had a little spice with the Young Bucks. You had a little spice, a little taste with uh, Zach and Suzuki. It
1: really feels like the good Golden stuff that they do. Golden missing them a lot.
0: Go, yeah, yeah, absolutely, Joe. It really feels like the stuff that they – they add that get people excited. I don't want to say they purposely state they give us the finger, but anytime we got excited about the tag situation, the rug was pulled right from out from under us, right? It was pulled right out. Anytime we got excited and said, Oh, here's our, here's our pot at the end of the rainbow for sticking this out. They go back. They pull the rug out. They go back to the same dumb bullshit that they, that they just fucking rely on for, for the past five years.
1: It's Especially nauseating. with those Suzuki-gun teams. I was really into ZSJ and Taichi in the World Tag League, and ZSJ-Suzuki is a brilliant team, but both of those, nah, we can't have nice things. Oh, yeah,
0: right. I mean, again, Zack and Suzuki. That's, that would solve everything. I mean, for years, we were, we were, we were crying for Goto and, uh, and Ishii. Right? Just make, what is Goto doing? Right now, tell me what Goto's
1: doing. Goto's doing uh, nothing. He's challenging for the illustrious ROH television title. Actually, right?
0: right. My bad. My bad. Right? Sinclair broadcasting title. My bad. Uh, who gives a fuck? Uh, come on, there Ishii and Goto. Put them together. Tag team. Go. We've been for years. We've been saying that. For years, we were like Shibata and Goto. For years. You know, for years we were saying, Young Bucks, they're gone, but you know, what are you going to do now? But for years we were like, Make them heavy. Now we get, we get Briscoes, we get GOD, we get Gallows and Anderson, we get the same, we get the kingdom. Michael Bennett and Matt Taven were the IWGP tag team champions, Joel. And that is not a knock on either one of those two. But yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, but really, think about that. That's that, I, why with the talent that New Japan Pro Wrestling has, seriously, with the talent that New Japan Pro Wrestling has, they were your tag team champions for 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 a bit. It makes no fucking sense to me. No sense. And again, that just means that to me, that just means that you got you got a booker who. Uh, dare I say doesn't give a fuck about those belts he cares about that one program that's making him money that's 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 bringing the people in and everything else is secondary.
1: Question from RBX2000. If NJPW decided to go all-in with the Tana Okada super team and belt them up, what do you think is its drawing potential? Could they main event Dominion, a dome? Just think it could be something worth considering if they're trying to get over newer guys with the IWGP strap. So let's say they do go all-in on Tanahashi and Okada as a tag team. What do you think the ceiling is on that?
0: I I mean, listen, I love the idea, but again, I just think it's... Uh, if if anybody's going to resuscitate that that program and that title, it could be that those two. I mean, you instantly make the match a, a thousand times more interesting putting them together, right? Um, and, and 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 then whoever challenges. Uh, I, I you you could make those titles interesting again. You could make those titles relevant again. I don't think they will though. I don't I I I just feel like that the tag titles are below them. Um my personal opinion. I I I do. But if 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 anything is going to get that that title a kickstart and a jump start, it's going to be those two guys. And and the matches again would be good and interesting. So maybe for a a, a, a tiny 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 period, you do that. But I can't, I just don't I just don't see them in a, in, a, in a tag team program for long. I really don't.
1: Let's look at these on a rising shows. So it's coming up Friday, February 22nd in Karakon Hall. So night one, we'll start off with Ren Narita versus Marty Skull. Uh, match two, Shota Umino versus Zack Sabre Jr. That is a very interesting one. Actually, both yeah. of those, Narita against Skull and Shota Umino versus Zack Sabre Jr. Obviously, the Young Lions are going to lose, but you'd have to think that both Narita and Umino can't be too far away from excursion. And these are the kind of matches that you give young lines to give them that little extra boost before they go off on excursion. So it is, what are your expectations yeah. for Narita against Scott and Umino versus ZSJ?
0: I think, you know, they're going to get their asses handed to them, but you know, you are exactly right. These are the type of matches that you're building toward, you know, it's kind of like the progression matches. Um, singles matches against established stars um and again maybe a little bit of offense here and there but that this is what this is what this is um so yeah i think i think you're right on point with with uh an excursion being sooner than later for for those two so yep i i think a good spotlight match singles match uh Again, it'll it'll more than likely be uh, a solid ass kicking that they'll receive, and that's just the the way it is. But overall, I think that's a good spot, and again, it shows that excursion is right around the corner.
1: Third match is a tag match with Jonathan Gresham and Jushin Thunder Liger against Robbie Eagles and Taiji Ishimori. Very interesting to see Gresham. I'm a big fan of his. Do you think we'll be seeing him in the best of the Super Juniors? Because often on a rising has acted as a gateway to bigger stuff in New Japan, like it was with Flip Gordon last year.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, if any guy on these shows is going to be, you know, going to have uh, a bullseye on him, would be him. I think Robbie Eagles as well. I mean, even though he's already been there and done that. But yeah, I think he's, he's. this is, I don't know if this is, if you can necessarily call this a tryout match, but I'm sure, um, Eyes will be, you know, peeking through curtains to make sure that everything's on the up and up. And and who's it against? Who's he? Who was he wrestling against? Liger.
1: It's Gresham and Liger against Eagles and Ishimori.
0: Okay. I mean, I think it's a safe bet that Liger's going to have a conversation with someone in the back to be like, "Okay, yeah, let's let's bring him in." You know what I mean? Like he's okay, he's good, he's fine. You know. Um,
1: Some so. whisperings about bad attitude backstage. You heard any of these? No, uh, I'm about uh, no. Truth be told,
0: no. I, I from him. What, what, what's 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 the word on the street for him? What's the word? Uh, um,
1: Gresham getting grumpy about things and leaving shows before he's supposed to. I might have got that wrong, but yeah, I, I don't. I,
0: I, I try. Yeah, I try not to put any stock into those type of things because uh, you know anybody could anybody could start that shit. You know what I mean? Anybody can just t- run their mouth and be like, yay, you know, he left early. Well, okay, well, he didn't. Um, so, no, I don't think, I don't, I I don't see that. I don't, I don't. Even if it is true, I don't even see that being a major issue. If, and if it was an issue in the past, I'm sure it'll be straightened out well before uh, he gets in that uh and all
1: Okay, fourth match then is Tohanare, Tomaki Honma, David Finley, and Juice Robinson. Against Tangaloa, Tamatonga, Mark Briscoe, and Jay Briscoe. Hmm. <laughs> no? You're not feeling it? I'm excited to see Finjuice, but <laughs> Tangaloa, Tamatonga, Mark Briscoe, and Jay Briscoe is not a team that uh, thrills me, if I'm honest. Yeah.
0: Me neither. Me neither. Um, I understand why they're there. I understand these are Ring of Honor shows. Uh, you got two guys that have been there since the beginning, right? So, I mean, I know I hate to say they deserve to be there. They paid their dues and all that stuff. But, I mean, they've been there from the beginning. So, and, and here's the thing, too. I, I will say this. they Every time they go to Japan, they do work their asses off. Crowds don't care, but they work their asses off. Um, I know they're not everyone's cup of tea. I know they're, you know, people are kind of tired maybe of them but you got to give them credit in the sense of they when they get off that plane they got their working boots on
1: fifth match is for the never open weight six-man tag team championship we've got the champions rusuke Toguchi, toriano and toki makabe defending against the team of cheeseburger delirious and colt Cabana. so oh, david God. what are your thoughts on these Silly, jokey ROH teams challenging for the never open weight titles, which we seem to get once a year. Scampy's not a fan.
0: No. Um, I mean, I think it's very obvious we're getting comedy out the out the ass here.
1: Coca-Cola. No way! Imagine it's yeah. Gucci and Yano yeah. and Cheeseburger and Deliria comedy.
0: Yeah, I know. Shocking take from Damon, but. Uh, this might not be one of my favorite matches. <laughs> I'm just going to predict that it might not be something that I will be raving about uh, when we review these Honor Rising shows. Um, the six man titles are just right. They're just they're just shoulder shrug at this point. They mean nothing. It's it's just. I wouldn't be surprised if you see a title change here. By the way. I would not. No, be they're surprised. not putting
1: them on that bullshit team. Why not? Why not? You know what I'm I mean, saying? Surely there have got to be some standards to that. I'm Cheeseburger, right. delirious, and Colt Cabana. No, impossible. Joe, I, uh, Joe, cartwheel. i I know. I no, already know uh, <laughs> one. I'm working on that. I've yeah, got yeah. A, a kid in my class teaching me how to do one. So really, we'll get there. Yeah.
0: All right. Nice. We got. I can't believe we got you training, training to it.
1: Well, let me let me throw this out. I you. take my bet seriously, Damon.
0: <laughs> um. Why not have Cheeseburger, cocabana, and Delirious? Because you know each of those three are going to be at MSG. Baby.
1: <laughs> huh, okay. That's throwing a spanner in the works. Now I'm excited for this match. I was going to say, my bar for this match would be, does it make me laugh? Does it make me lol? Do I laugh out loud once during this match? And if it does that, then I think it served its purpose. But now, you've put some doubt in my mind that we might get a title change.
0: I'm just saying, You again, you know all through... Delirious is booking, you know, is, you know, is, is booking these shows, right? So, of course, he's going to be on the Madison Square Garden show, right? Uh, Cole Cabana... Now, Cole Cabana is more of a uh, announcer for Ring of Honor, if I'm not mistaken. He doesn't do too much ring work. But... I mean, how hard would it be to put on his his, his uh, wrestling gear for the night? I'm sure he would love to wrestle at Madison Square Garden. I don't believe he has. And Cheeseburger, who definitely hasn't wrestled in fucking Madison Square Garden, right? Who's a loyal employee and is friends with you know with Delirious and 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 all of them. So, I mean, make the title change. They'll def- they'll defend and lose at the Garden to, to you know whoever they whoever six man challenge would be. And away you go. You got everybody on the show and that that has to be on that show. Easy
1: peasy. Done. Okay. Uh, Question while we're on the topic. Uh, Jose says, what would it take for the Never Openweight six-man tag team championships to be taken seriously at this point?
0: I think think we know the answer to that. You can't hot potato a belt and give it to, to people who are perceived as as, you know, nonsense wrestlers you know who are are you know m- below mid-card wrestlers
1: yeah this coming from the person who says let's belt up cheeseburger cult cabana and delirious
0: well you've already done it like you know what i mean like you've already you've it, it. it's not like that's going to lower the standards of the fucking belt the belt is already what it is those titles are already meaningless all right they're meaningless here's 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 what you could do too Right here's a weird and and again it's not even about who's defending the titles and who's not defending the titles. It's just an easy way to get three guys from Ring of Honor that you know have to be on the fucking show on the show. Right? You're either getting that or you're getting your 550th ghetto delirious singles match. Right? The battle of the bookers that they love to do on these fucking war uh, War of the world shows. Right? You get you get a six man title match. You get six guys in the ring that you know. Let's be honest here. You're killing six birds with one stone in one match. That's all I'm saying. But the titles? Titles are worthless. The titles are worthless because you put them on people that are perceived as lower mid-card guys. That's that's the problem. And it's a hot potato. You know, it's just, it doesn't have any, again, the difference between the never six-man title and the IWGP heavyweight title or even the intercontinental title. I mean, you can you 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 can answer your own question. That's how you get it prestigious. That's how you get any title prestigious.
1: I thought they were doing a better job of it at the early part of last year when they had the um, Bullet Club team defending them semi regularly. They actually got quite a few defenses under their belt. But then they put them on Young Bucks and Marty Skull, who I don't know how many times they defended them, but they just disappeared and we didn't see those titles rages. So I think whoever they put them on. I want to see them defended regularly. And there's absolutely no reason why you can't have these defended at, you know, road two shows, house shows, whatever. Because, I mean, why not? Let's just, you know, have a team racking up some defenses. Let's see a team getting four or five defenses under their belts yeah, before we, no, we start moving them yeah, around.
0: There, there's no reason you can't have multiple defenses multiple times during a single tour. Right? There really isn't. There's six-man tags. It's not like we're asking them to go out there and do a fucking 30-minute Matt Classic, right? It's a six-man tag. They could defend They could defend those belts every night, for Christ's sake. Why not? I mean, you're doing you're doing those tags anyway. They get a title match. Bullshit.
1: Sixth match, never openweight championship match. Will Ospreay defending against Dalton Castle. Um... Should I be worried for Dalton Castle's health in this yep. match? I hope yep. Will Ospreay is aware that Dalton is pretty banged up now.
0: He is really banged up. Apparently, um, he, he's a hurt and This is not the Dalton Castle of a year ago or two years ago. He is in bad shape. Uh, and truth be told, you know, he's working when he probably should be taking time off. And Will, we all, all you know, I'm sure, there's conversations in the back of. You know, Will talking about oh, I'm going to hit this spot and that spot, and I'm going to do the flipping do thing and catch me here and a bit I'm going to do a reverse <laughs> hurricane
1: runner on the apron. You lands on your head, and- <laughs>
0: right, right? And Dalton's like ah, having a panic attack because uh, he knows he's in, he's going to be hurting for at least two more weeks. Uh, it's
1: a good yeah. choice, isn't it? Yeah,
0: I thought so. And it might might have been at the request of. And here's the thing, too. Pro wrestlers are pretty good at taking care of each other to a certain degree. Like, if they know they're banged up, they'll find a way to work around an injury. Problem is, is that what do you work around Dalton Castle when everything is is banged up? Like, his whole body is is in shambles. So, yeah, I, I don't have high expectations on this match because what makes Will great is having a partner willing to go along for his ride. And that's not to say Dalton's not willing to go along for the ride, but it would be kind of stupid, let's just say it, for him to go along for a Will Osprey ride, given the physical condition that he's in.
1: Next match, the seventh match for the ROH World Television Championship is Jeff Cobb, the champion defending against the challenger Hiroki Goto, which was a match I think we were supposed to get at the New Beginning USA shows, but we didn't for all the visa reasons. I was a bit disappointed the first uh, co- Goto match that we got. So I'm hoping for something a bit better this time. What are your expectations for this?
0: They're actually pretty high. Um... I really feel like both these guys are, you know, made for each other. I feel like these guys, like on paper, should have good chemistry. I I know that doesn't always work out that way, but it feels like a match that would they would fit perfectly. So my possible G one audition. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Uh, I want to, you know, I know Cobb has he has the, the Ring of Honor contract, right? Um, I'm kind of surprised that's 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 not a, a new Japan contract uh, as well. So maybe maybe there might be something to that as well. So uh, I I'm, my expectations are high. I'm not going to lie. I think Goto can deliver, and I think this is an opponent where he he should be able to deliver. And I think being in a singles match spotlight Cork and Hall when the working boots are on, I think this will
1: be a good match. Main event, a special six-man tag match. <laughs> Jay Lethal, Kazuchika Okada, and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Vinny Marseglia, TK Orion, and Matt Taven. I, I'm just going to let that hang in the air, like the bad fart smell that it is.
0: There are people that love the kingdom. Or is it the kingdom? What, what are they called? Is it the kingdom? Yeah. Hmm. I'm not one of them. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. Headline in Cork and Hall. Or, how does that make you feel going into Madison Square Garden, Joel?
1: I, I don't know because I think if they'd shuffled things around, like if they'd have put Cobb against Gotto as the main event for this show, then I would probably be approaching this in a lot more optimistic way. But the fact that they thought the Kingdom and Jay Lethal were credible headliners, even for on a rising show... It's a little bit worrying.
0: World champion, Jay Lethal. He's, hel- uh, what is he, collectively, some stat where they made all the Ring of Honor guys tweet. Hey, congratulations, Jay. You, you're the longest reigning champion.
1: Thanks. Okay, I, d- I didn't know. I've totally forgotten he was the champion, so I guess it figures that he's in the main event. Yeah. I can excuse that, but the kingdom? It's hard pass for me. Yeah, I mean,
0: look. That is the state of Ring of Honor, right? <laughs> I mean, this is when I talk about Ring of Honor, and, and, and there's Ring of Honor fans I know that listen to this show that hate when I get on this. But look, I, I that's proofs of the pudding right there. There, there is your honor rising. So there you go.
1: Okay, night two then. Uh, also at Karakon Hall Saturday, February twenty-third. We are opening six-man tag team match. Yota Suji, Ren Narita, and Shota Umino versus Cheeseburger, Delirious, and Colt Cabana, who I assume then will be newly crowned never six man champions. So any chance that Suji Narita and Umino take the titles off of them? <laughs> no. Nope. That'll be interesting.
0: Nope. I think they hold they successfully defend those titles and bring the belts to New York City.
1: Moving on then, second match, we've got Toa Hanare and Jonathan Gresham against Takumi and Zack Sabre Jr. Jonathan Gresham and ZSJ had a pretty good match last year. I forget the name of the show. It was one of the RO8 shows, maybe Final Battle. So I'm excited to see them going at it again, even within the confines of a tag match.
0: Yeah. I mean, a nice showcase, right? A nice opponent. I mean he's he's this is this is going to be a a tour to make or break uh future tours for him. So, um I'm excited for it just to just to make sure that he does well and and he gets his shot.
1: Third match, singles match, Marty Scott against Robbie Eagles. Now, I was going to say maybe this is another showcase match for Robbie Eagles to prove his credentials to get him best at Super Juniors. I'm sure he will be in there. What about Marty Scott? Do you think he makes best of the super genius this year, or will his contract be up by then? I don't yeah, the that was my question. Yeah,
0: yeah, that would be it. I mean, the assumption is is that he's that he's you know waiting out his contract and then he's he's gone. But I don't think anybody has heard from him about this, or he has commented on it, or it's you know he's been very quiet. And usually, when people are quiet about these kind of things, it usually means that they're 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 on their way out, so I think uh, the finish of this match might have uh, you know some tea leaves uh, in the future of uh, Marty Skrull. So uh, that would be a nice win if Robbie Eagles could, could pull that one off, right? That would be a nice win and putting him in, in a nice prominent position in Best of the Super Juniors. That'd be nice. But uh, okay, I looked it up; it yeah, says think-
1: uh, his new deal will take him through April twenty nineteen and it will cover the MSG show but after that we're assuming post MSG that he's going to join his buddies in All Elite.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what their first uh, All Elite is is Las Vegas was at Memorial Day weekend, like so late May end of May. Um yeah, so I think the uh I think the handwriting is on the wall for that one.
1: All right, and then we have a tag match: Will Ospreay and Hiroki Goto versus Dalton Castle and Jeff Cobb. Should be fun.
0: Yeah, that's not a, that's not a bad match. Again, we talked a little bit about Dalton, and I'm sure he'll do what he's got to do to be ready for the match. But that, I like that. That that should be a pretty. That should be a good match. That should be really good, actually. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one.
1: Osprey and Cobb had good chemistry in New Year Dash. they had a really fun six-man match, and there's some fun interactions there where. I think Ospreay went for the Carter, and uh, it was Cobb pushing someone out of the way and catching Will Ospreay, and they made funny faces at each other. So that's a match I'd like to see, actually, Ospreay against Cobb, maybe for the Never title.
0: Yeah, yeah. They've wrestled before, too, I think, it probably in Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. I'm, I'm almost certain they had a match, and it was really good. So yeah, yeah, that I, I think that might be one of the better matches of, the, of that weekend.
1: Fifth match: Shingo Takagi and Tetsuya Naito against Vinny Mosseglia and Matt Taven.
0: What? Uh, what? Look, uh, you, Joe, you tell me. What? What? what they're really, they really—they—they like this Kingdom stuff, don't they?
1: Well, I was—I'm I'm excited to see Shingo and Naito teaming up. This is the second time they teamed up, and <laughs> I guess can I look forward to seeing them beating up the Kingdom in this match? I mean, I mean surely they're winning. You're not get you're not having Naito or Shingo losing to either of these two. No. Uh what's the word? Jags, as Joe Lazar will call them. Jags?
0: Is that the word? What, what what does that stand for? Just the guy. Just oh. That's just the guy. Okay. Um look, I know that I know that Ring of Honor is is trying to create new stars and they're trying to uh you know. Try harder.
1: They, try harder? <laughs>
0: have you let's be fair let's okay be fair. okay
1: sorry let, let me uh, interrupt sorry David. i hate yep. to do this but they did sign a lot of new talent and my assumption is that because they were signed fairly recently it was too late for ring of honor to sort out japanese visas for them so that's why again this is just me assuming that we're not getting people like rush or pco or bandito i, I think actually pco said on twitter that he wasn't able to get a visa on time so right. Right. I think they have had to sort of scramble together to put on um, matches that are not using the full force of their rosters at right. necessity. So that's a, an important caveat to bear in mind before we completely bury these shows.
0: Right, right. So before you start banging away on your keyboards and, uh, you know, sending us hate tweets, uh, we, we did recognize that fact. So, um, but yeah. And that's on
1: this... ROH's end, not in Japan.
0: right. Um. Look, here's the thing. I don't. I th- do you think that they're they're not bad wrestlers, right? Kingdom wise, they're not bad wrestlers. They're just they're there. You, they're as as Lanza would say, you know, just a guy, right? Right. Not horrible, but yeah, I can't I can't say that I'm super excited for this. That's for sure. Yeah. No.
1: Death. sixth match uh, for the ROH World Championship Jay Lethal against TKO Ryan uh, literally the only thing I know about TK Ryan was he was the guy that moonsaulted and broke his leg on the uh, barricades that's all I know about him and now he's challenging for the ROH World title so I don't know can you enlighten me on this why this is happening nope I,
0: I can't sorry I, I really because literally I was going to ask you I was going to ask you Give me a little bit about it because I I was like I I can't I, I probably have seen him but I, nothing is ringing a bell with me but then when you mentioned he broke his leg on the on the rail doing the moon so I remember that guy. Um, look, I, all I can say is is that he's going to main event a show at Cork and Hall. Oh no, it's and, not the main event. It's not the main oh, event. it's not the
1: main event. No. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> the ROH title can't even main event a fucking on the rising oh. cards. <laughs> Really?
0: Yeah, what does that tell you? Uh, all right, semi main event, singles match. No, not
1: even the semi main. It's not even what? the semi main. What really? No. Yes. Oh,
0: what? It's wait a minute. You're telling me this is a Ring of Honor show on uh, a a Ring of Honor event in, in in Japan, Cork and Hall, and the Ring of Honor heavyweight champion is the championship is being defended and it's not even a semi main event. Correct. What the fuck? Wow. That's crazy. All right. Well, there you go. That that's I think that speaks volumes, right? Oh, lordy-loo. All right. Well, 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 what is the semi-main and main event, Joel?
1: The semi-main event, the seventh match, IWGP Tag Team Championship match, Evil and Sonata against Guerrillas of Destiny. Uh, now, I'm not going to lie, the match that these two had in the World Tag League was okay the final of the World Tag League again between these two teams I thought was kind of boring I thought it was kind of boring so I'm not particularly looking forward to this one can you <laughs> I don't know can you talk me can, around can I,
0: this? Can, I sell you, can I sell you on this um huh let me let me give you the the uh the sunny side up uh hmm
1: well, this ain't going to be going 35 minutes or however the no. fuck long the world tag league final was, so there's that. No.
0: Yeah, this won't be doing that. Um, uh, they've worked together before, Joel. So I think that the chemistry could be there. There could be an improvement in the chemistry between these two teams to help make this match at least a three-star match. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's it. That's a pretty fucking low bar, my friends.
0: <laughs> hey, honor rising, man.
1: Honor rising. Okay, main event then is the ROH uh, uh, title change. Any chance of that happening? I can't see it. No, me neither. Okay, eighth match, uh, main event: ROH World Tag Team Championship match with the challengers Finn Juice, David Finley and Juice Robinson against the Briscoes, Mark Briscoe, and Jay Briscoe. I think this one would be pretty good. I'm looking forward to this.
0: Yes. Again, as much as we you know kind of make light of the briscoe situation of all those tag teams that we named before again th- when they're in japan they they take it seriously and they really do work hard d- does the crowd care uh the d- debatable but they work very hard um so you got to give the briscoes credit for that uh and it's Juice and, and finley you said yeah Juice that's correct finley? Okay. yeah
1: who are part of this um oh what's the name of the faction stable?
0: yeah yeah the uh yeah the bloods the new
1: blood or something like that
0: yeah 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 um
1: lifeblood that's it lifeblood like, okay shit
0: name <laughs> um i'm into this match joel i'll 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 i'll, I'll go on the i'll go in the books i'll go on the record i'm into this match finley in a main event i think he'll be excited juice excited Briscoes, Working Shoes, they'll be excited. Main event, closing out the tour. I think this will be a very good match, and I'm going to set the bar at four stars.
1: So those are your on rising cards. I've got to ask a question, Damon. Where the fuck is the Beer City Bruiser? Because I really liked his matches last year. Me too. Me too, right? It was Goto, right?
0: Uh, That's a great question. I know he listens to the show, by the way. He's a listener of 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 uh, the Super J Cast. So uh, I did not
1: know that. I was yes. not sucking up to him. I genuinely no. enjoyed those matches.
0: <laughs> right. I we we definitely. I, did. And he had the cigar.
1: Uh, he brought the cigar to the ring and, and stomped on it, and there was all smushed cigar bits everywhere. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In the mat. Yeah. They were they were trying to get the fucking thing cleaned up for twenty minutes. Um. Yeah. He was. He was. I mean, I don't know if that's visa issues. Uh. Look, I know Evil had visa issues. Coming to the states? Did you hear about that?
1: I did. Yeah. It was was it a show that a company that Elgin is involved with? I got yes. That right?
0: Well, well, Elgin helped book the uh, uh, evil. Like evil was coming here, and Elgin got him on the show, and uh, apparently he, evil got to the states. He got to the states, but wasn't allowed in the states. Wasn't well, allowed in the country in customs. Uh, like he's at the airport, and they're not letting him through because he has the wrong visa. Apparently, maybe there it was, was because of the scythe. <laughs> yeah, seriously, and the and the on the eyeliner. Um, yeah, but they would not let him through customs, and which which is that. Look, thank knock on wood. Thank whatever spiritual being you thank that that has never happened to me. I've never had any problems with
1: that. Um but that is. Now I'm that just imagining would... evil like in full gear trying to get through customs. Yeah. What is With The, hood, the lasers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What's yeah. your name, sir? I see. Evil. <laughs> right, right. It's you. Um, no, uh, last They're name. making no, him unpack evil. his suitcase. Um sir, can you tell us what this is? <laughs> this is evil. <laughs> Everything is evil. <laughs> right. No wonder right. they didn't let him in. Yeah, you would think.
0: Um there's a lot of wrestling like, like how does Abdul the butcher get through customs you know what I mean like those are those are the questions that I have like those logistical questions of how the fuck does a custom agent look at Abdul the butcher and be like okay come into my country right like even if pro wrestling were um, you, know, you know I hate using the term but you know let's kayfabe let' let's let's get out our Pro wrestling Illustrateds for a moment. How does a travel agent or how does a person at the, at the desk of a, of a major airport allow Abdul the Butcher to get on an airplane? You know what I mean? Like I, when I was a kid, I'd be like, how does this happen? Like how, do, how could this possibly be? He, he's a madman. Or like, uh, you know, George the Animal Steel. Like how do you get him on an airplane? Those are the questions I had as a child, Joel, um, that still, to me, uh, are left unanswered.
1: I've got another big question. Well, it's more of a complaint. Looking at all these shows, foreign IWGP champion already taking time off and big-leaguing the little shows. What the fuck? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, good point. Yeah, jeez. I mean, that was a big complaint of Kenneth, wasn't it? Not a good start. Not a good start. Just saying. If we're being fair, if we're being fair, yeah, right. good point joe are we are, is it time to dunk on jay white now is this is this is, this, is this, once you get the title it's it's uh <laughs> laying the boots is that what it is?
1: yeah i've got plenty on this coming up later if we've got time for it i got um, time well we've got the uh the topic of izaka I, I forgot to mention this earlier but there was some talk last week people asking for izaka matches to be recommended and uh your friend well our friend mackie has recommended owen hart versus well, he was then known as Takayuki Izuka from 1991, a show that I believe you were attending, Damon. Yes, that's the one. That's
0: the one. I was, Yeah, he was there. I, I think I went with him um, and a couple other friends. Um, yep, yeah, that's the match uh, from uh, Joel Goodhart's uh, was it TWA, and yeah, I was I was in the I was in the building for that one. So there you go. Good job by
1: Mackie. Uh, another uh, question. Uh, from Lane, an entirely serious question, definitely not cursed. Uh, Suzuki Goon's resident biter is retiring this week. Chaos has a resident biter in Ishii. Is this confirmation that Ishii is defecting to Suzuki Goon? No, you don't need to answer that, Damon. It's just a, a, a funny little thing. No. All, right. All right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's more enthusiasm than I was expecting, to be honest. Um, okay, here's another question from John Carroll, who's host of Wrestling Omakase on the Voices of Wrestling Network. Uh John asks, is it crazy to be more excited for New Japan Road, the izuka retirement show, than either of the Honor Rising shows?
0: I think there's good stuff on the honor rising shows. Um let's not let's not hand wave everything. Um there is stuff that you especially John, just knowing a little bit about John and his tastes. Uh yeah, I could see him hand waving the, those honor rising shows big time. Um that being said, I, I think th- there'll be some good stuff on there. Which one will be better? Hmm. I think at the end of the year, I think you'll remember more from the Isaca retirement than you will the, the Honor Rising shows. I do, um, and that might not that might not mean match quality. I just think you'll just remember that show more f- for the retirement than anything else. So, while I say don't skip. A- and don't hand wave the the Honor Rising shows because I think there's good stuff to be had, I think Izzica's show will be a little bit more memorable.
1: Timothy asks, how much does Honor Rising set up the G1 Supercard? Now, given the Visa things mentioned, I would expect to see different ROH stars appearing on MSG than on these Honor Rising shows. Do you think we can expect any kind of, I guess, story connection between the two? Um... Maybe a little bit, maybe
0: a, a a smidge. Again, probably more with those six man titles than anything else. Uh, but you're right; there is a lot of Ring of Honor talent that's not going to be on these Honor Rising shows. That you can you can definitely expect them to be at Madison Square Garden. So um, I would say I would say sprinkles, but certainly not hardcore. This these are matches that will be made come Madison Square Garden.
1: Okay, and also we have the anniversary event coming up on Wednesday, March the 6th. So that will be in Tokyo in the Otter City General Gymnasium. We'll preview that nearer the time when we've got a full car. But so far we have two matches announced. One is the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship with Taiji Ishimori defending against Jushin Thunder Liger, which was set up at the New Beginning in Osaka Show. And we also have the IWGP Junior Tag Championship match with... The champions Shingo Bushi defending against Rapongi 3K. So, off the bat, your thoughts on those two matches, please. Well,
0: again, this is our this is our annual Liger. Please have a good match moment, and he will, and he always does, and he's in the ring with a with an absolute quality opponent. So, uh, as as much as it's easy to say, "Hey Liger, take it easy," hey Liger. Uh, you know, low expectations just because of what is expected out of Liger throughout the calendar year. This is the exception. Um, so I think this match will be, will be good. We'll be, will be very good. I can't sit here and tell you that it's going to be great. I can't sit here and tell you that it's going to be, you know, uh, you know, a, a, a match of the year contender, but I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be solid and good. Uh, the tag match, I think has the better potential right now on paper To be the banger, right? Those two teams can fucking go. And uh, that might might be a show stealer. That might be a show stealer. And it's it's going to be positioned on that card to be uh, enough time and enough of a spotlight so that they can do what they need to do to make that a great match. So uh, I'm excited. I'm actually excited for both matches, but I think that junior tag match is going to be the winner right there.
1: I could see Roppongi 3K winning that one. I don't know if you saw the angle at the New Beginning on Osaka shows where Roppongi 3K were all dressed in black and snatched the titles off of uh, Shingo and Bushi and attacked them and were booed by the crowds. It seems that they're being positioned in a more heelish light and. To me, it would be odd to do that and then just have them lose anyway. So I think, and again, we'll preview this near the time, but just my hot take now is I think we're getting heel Roppongi 3K winning titles.
0: Yeah, if not heel, a more aggressive Roppongi 3K. Um, And yeah, I'm I'm unsure if if we're seeing a title change, but it makes sense. You, You do absolutely have a valid point of... Of of why do what you're doing if unless you're you're planning on bigger things. So uh, and again, we, we we've we've been saying it since the day that they they won those titles is all right. When are they getting those titles off of Shingo <laughs> so they they can make sure you can do bigger and better things. So uh, yeah yeah maybe, you, you you might be on to something there.
1: And Roppongi 3K have lost a lot of big matches as well. I know they did win the Super Junior Tag League. Having said that, but. When it comes to title matches, they've had quite a few defeats, so I think they'll be winning this one. Uh, question about the junior title match: Nicole says, "Do these defenses for Ishimori feel like placeholders until Hiromi returns?" Because um, that's exactly how I feel about it at the moment.
0: Yeah, I think. I mean, the two the two title defenses that he's had, you know, are are people that are, you know, if you're if you're ranking juniors, they're. they're I don't want to say past their prime, but past their prime, right? Um, and not really put in a role to carry the division, should, should I say. So, yeah, placeholders, whatever you – yeah, I, I think that's a, a valid uh, valid statement, valid question.
1: Uh, yeah, probably, probably right. All right, another topic I wanted to circle back to, which we touched on last week, but I feel we didn't – quite fully explore was about Kota Ibushi who as you mentioned has signed this two-year deal with New Japan how big a deal do you think it is that he's now under contract, and how do you think he'll do over the next two years like what's the ceiling for Ibushi because I was thinking in terms of also how it affects Naito's chances of getting a big dome win and a title run because now a lot of people are fantasy booking Ibushi to win the big belt at some point over the next two years do you think that's something that's likely to happen? Just, I mean, for context, both Ibushi and Naito are 36 years old. Naito's got the dodgy knees. Ibushi, dodgy neck. It's quite an interesting one, isn't it?
0: It is. Um, first, let's give credit where credit is due for us breaking that story. Thank you. Uh, um, uh, serious journalism in the
1: Super J cast.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, serious journalism. Um yeah, Evan Deadly Sins, uh, the uh, Reddit mod- moderator, was the one who kind of made this spin out of control bit. <laughs> uh, every, every time I turned around, I was like, oh, my God, we're everywhere. Uh, I think that with a commitment, and again, I said this last week, with a commitment from both parties, what New Japan did was make a commitment to their fans. Uh, who knew full well that uh, losing Kenny Omega was going to be a blow, right? And I know people don't want to. Uh, some people don't want to admit that, and some people, you know, are overreacting to it. To be quite honest with you, um, there really isn't any gray area when it comes to this. It feels like, but the truth of the matter is, is that I really feel like New Japan felt like it it got the better deal out of it all. I really do. Because they said last week that what you get with Kota Ibushi, you have with Kenny Omega, uh, minus a lot of the nonsense that people kind of hand wave. You, know, you look at the comments and you look at the, 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 the discussion and the discourse online, and everyone feels that there's almost like this – and I hate using this word. Please, uh, someone just punch me in the throat after the words come out of my mouth. But it feels like a certain level of toxicness, toxicity toxicity did uh is no longer there i i i i i hear this in the comments and i read this in the comments from a lot of people that it's like okay this element of whatever it is this this kind of weird cloud has been dissipated and everything that you get in the ring with Kota Ibushi or with Kenny Omega you get with Kota Ibushi and and dare I say even better right I feel like in ring you're not losing anything and in fact me personally I feel like you're gaining stuff and then uh, you have the element of you don't have a lot of the outside the ring nonsense and you get a guy who 's already super popular right with both with both Japanese and western crowds uh, i i 'm going to be honest I said this before there 's not many people that that I think are iwgp heavyweight champion worthy right a handful and I said the people that don 't have the belt right now to me, there are two people that well there are three people right now that don 't have the belt. Okada, Naito, and I think Abushi's in that list. Now, of the people who have never held that title, he's the guy, right? Abushi's the guy of, of of that roster. The one guy who hasn't held that title at any point, who I feel could slide right in and do very well, is Kota Abushi. So the two year contract you feel that
1: means he... a good. I was I was going to say it would feel like a move that would be universally loved by everyone. I don't know anyone who hates Ibushi. And right. the thought of Ibushi winning that title, everyone would be cheering for that. I agree. I, I, here's what you absolutely have
0: that you, that you don't have, you, you really don't have since Tanahashi, is that you have an absolute, true, 100% baby face. You absolutely have that. You have a guy who the ladies love, and who the guys want to be. Like you, and and you 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 don't grow those people on trees. Uh you absolutely have that. And if you have the right opponent, not even the right opponent. The guy could have a great match with a broomstick. You could have a great match with a doll. <laughs> um, he's he's talented. And he's charismatic and he has a presence. And and truth be told, him him winning the title, Joel, I I, I think would be a fantastic story. And I think with the two year deal, that helps push people's minds uh in that direction. Dome. I I would I would be surprised if he's not headlining one of those two dome shows.
1: So, if you were in charge, Damon, you have to pick who's winning the main event at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, I'm not saying who it's between, but it's either Ibushi winning or Naito winning. Not necessarily against each other, but you've got to pick one of those guys to, let's say, win the G1 and then win the title at 2020 Tokyo Dome. Wow. That's tough. Or do you do one in 2020 and the other in 2021? I'm thinking about the Dome.
0: I'm thinking about this Dome first. Who would I give that title to? Well, you have three options. One, Jay White is your champion and he keeps it, which I don't think will happen. I think he'll, I, like I said, I think he holds to this title until until Dome season. But, that's an option. That's option one. And if we're doing a title change at the dome, and I got to pick between Ibushi and Naito,
1: and you can't rule out wow. Okada as well because I think yeah, because I think the end game too.
0: Yeah, I think the end game is him winning that title back, right?
1: Possibly from Jay White.
0: Well, how about Ibushi, Okada? Ooh. Whew. Oui. I'm giving it to Naito I,
1: I think there? you kept the LIJ fans waiting for too long you got to pull the trigger on that
0: I think I think it's already too late to be honest with you I think I think I think they missed the mark on that here's here's my wow theory. I really do so Wrestle Kingdom
1: think- 12 main event was a mistake is that what you're saying
0: I mean the numbers prove otherwise but and say otherwise, but I mean in hindsight if you look at it the the reason everybody was like, Okay, Okada's keeping that title is because one, let we're gonna break the streak. Okay, that to pro wrestling fans that might mean something. Okay. Fine. But in storyline it really doesn't, let's be honest. Um
1: in retrospect, you, given what's happened with Kenny Omega, if you could right. go back in time, you'd have Naito winning it at Dominion, right?
0: Yeah. I'd have Naito winning it at the Dome, be honest with
1: you. Mm.
0: I'm not going to lie. I mean, again, numbers
1: speak Naito volumes. Naito, stand, Damon McDonald.
0: Well, here's the thing. I really don't think the numbers would have been... I I don't think the numbers would have gone down with Naito
1: being your champion. You know what I mean? I really don't. Um, it does feel that Kenny being the one to break the Okada streak is a bit of a waste now that he's left the company.
0: Right. Right. I mean, I mean, let's be let's again be honest. The reason why we wanted Kenny Omega to be in this in this um, in this mix was, you know, everybody talking about Western expansion and all that stuff. OK, well, what do, what do we get out of that? I mean, we here I'll tell you what we got. We got a nice start on our western expansion from Kenny Omega. That's what we got. We got a nice start. But there's plenty more to be done, right? I think everyone can agree with that. If you gave Naito that title at Wrestle Kingdom against Okada, where where would we be? Would do you really think we would be in that much different of a spot? Do you really think we'd be that like to, to again Naito gets his hand raised, gets the title. Do you really think gates would be that different? Do you really think attendance figures would be that different? Money would be that different to where we are right now? Because right now, that Western expansion guy that we were all hanging our hats on and all putting all our chips on, he's no longer part of the equation. He's got to do that. Somewhere else, and dare I say, made his name stronger on the backs of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay, so that's where we are with this. Now, again, hindsight being 2020, great, but I really don't think we'd be that much different, that worse off, if you gave Naito that belt at Wrestle Kingdom and pinned where everyone in that building thought was what was going to happen. I don't think you had a hotter guy at that moment. I don't think you had a guy who was more ready for that title than Naito and not have him. I really do. And like I said, I just don't think... I just don't think we'd be that much worse off than where we are right now. I really don't.
1: I said we might even be better off. Mm.
0: Mm. Interesting. But Abushi. I think I think uh, by signing that 2-year contract pretty much puts him in line for 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 big boy belts. Let's put it that way. Puts him in line for big boy belts.
1: All right. So we're saying Naito wins Dome 2020, Ibushi 2021. Book it, Kato. I,
0: I mean, I mean, do you I mean, let me ask you this. Do you feel that Naito is any less hot now than he was, say, at that Dome show? Do you think there's, that he's been cooled off considerably? And again, we can heat him up. We get all that. But in your opinion... Your opinion.
1: Is he, is he cooled off a bit? Judging by the way that the Japanese fans respond to him, I would say no. But in my eyes, yes. I think he has lost... Momentum, because yeah. he did he did so then, last year. Last year was pretty much a write off for him. I mean, look,
0: I I, I just don't. I'll, and I'll tell you right now, to, and maybe it's just because he's the fresher face to me, and he's the the new shiny bright thing in front of me. I think Kota Ibushi has a better chance of winning that title than, than Naito right now. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. I mean, and again, I maybe it's because it's the new shiny toy. I really feel like Ibushi has more of a chance to win that heavyweight title than than Naito. What do you think of that?
1: Well, here's a question. Jason says, what do you think New Japan had to do to get Ibushi on the contract? Do you think there were promises made? Um, I think there I think
0: financially um they, they 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 probably threw a nice number at him um i i'm sure that there were some promises i'm sure this wasn't a easy slam dunk where do i sign i'm sure there was okay i'm sure and, and again this is just speculation just based off of what you kind of know about uh abushi um and you wanted what,
1: them to make a, a sizable donation to the ibushi pro wrestling research institute
0: <laughs> sure absolutely uh but uh, again and I, and i and, and that is pure speculation on on my part because um, i i don't know him from adam but um you can assume that that might be the case so again i don't know if anything's written in a contract or you know a, a, you know i just think commitments were made monetarily couldn't turn it down uh maybe maybe there's stuff you know behind the scenes that we don't know about that helped lead to this decision um A.K.A. a breakup.
1: <laughs> um, and Do I need to dust off the stinger again? Dust it off. And now it's time once again for... Except this time it's Damon doing it, not me. ...states that wrestlers are in a relationship as if it was a verifiably proven
0: fact, when it's more so just his idealized fantasy based on hearsay yeah I know, but yeah i mean listen maybe possibly who knows, right, but for whatever it is guess guess who benefits from all of this we do, we do the fans do uh, and um again i th- I really feel like he's he's i i put the i put the title on him, i really do, i put the title on him.
1: here's an interesting fact for you last year, Ibushi had three non-tournament singles matches in New Japan and two of those were against Cody.
0: What a waste. <laughs> hey,
1: I, I, now listen, I know weird. he had an amazing G1, like one of the best G1s of all time and that could be considered a big push for him. The fact that he made it all the way, he made it out of that block, first of all, which has Naito in it, it had Omega in it and an amazing match with Tanahashi in the final and I realised that Ibushi and Tanahashi have this sort of long-term feud go with Tanahashi wanting Ibushi to step up and kind of take his place, really. But um, yeah, I think that's a waste as well.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. You know what else? I, I was kind of somebody put something somewhere online, and um, it was from G1, and it was Suzuki versus Jay White, and it was uh, Suzuki getting a clean as a whistle pinfall on Jay White after Jay White tries some some ball shot shenanigans that uh, Suzuki blocked. And I just thought that was an interesting thing, you know, in G1, where Suzuki, the heel of all heels, was not going to get one-upped by the new up-and-coming heel of all heels, especially when he was in the midst of uh, all his G1 nonsense. So uh, it is an interesting thing where, where Suzuki might might want to step up a little bit and uh, and make claim to, hey, I beat you in G1. And I was one of the few people to do that cleanly. And we see a Jay White-Suzuki title match somewhere
1: along the line. Along with Evil. I think Evil got a clean win over Jay yep. White as well, which kept him out of the finals. Uh, interesting you mentioned that because Michael says, pants up or pants down, suzuki J White for the IWGP title this year.
0: I would definitely say pants down. I think that'd be fun, right? I think everybody would uh, be into that little two guys that are uh, like some chicanery and fuckery, and uh, again, I think a lot of people would like to see uh, Suzuki rough up a little, uh, a little smug Jay White. So uh, that's I, I what I think Jay White up. needs.
1: I think he needs a match with someone who is going to like physically just beat the crap out of him, slap him around. You know, kind of like... uh, It's probably a terrible comparison, but like when Randy Orton was doing his legend killer thing and he had that match with Mick Foley and they just beat seven shades of shit out of each other, there were pins and tables and all nasty stuff, and that really helped establish Orton. And I suppose even going back further than that, Triple H, uh, Mick Foley back in 2000, these are probably terrible comparisons, but uh, I just feel maybe that will be something that helps Jay White get over that hump with a lot of people because so far in a lot of his matches, he's been in control. So it might be an interesting direction to have him in a title challenge where he is getting physically dominated and overpowered, but is able to use his cunning and skill to pull the win out of the bag.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And again, it just, what all that does is just help add an extra layer and an extra element to his character. Um, the fact that he possibly could overcome uh, a guy who who realistically could rip off his arm and beat him over the head with it. Um, so, yeah. That's, Shibata that, would have that,
1: been perfect for that, wouldn't he?
0: Shibata would have been perfect for that, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was watching... You know, for, for people who uh, are fans of Shibata and miss Shibata, um, I was watching some old New Japan during the week, and, again, I, 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 it's a name that I've mentioned before on this show. But, you know, the, the there was a torrent, and, yes, I did download the, said torrent, of old New Japan stuff. And it was a guy who made a compilation of New Japan versus uh, UWF, right? And it kind of went chronologically with the, the entire feud. And it was really awesome how you know, all these matches were laid out. And you watch Nobuhiko Takata and the fucking kicks that he lays into guys like uh, Liger, you know, Kichi Imata, uh he lays into uh, Inoki, he lays into, I mean, just... No thigh slapping. Uh, no, no. I mean, just, I mean, really just laying them in. And the first name that I was like, wow! I mean, you can see where Shibata got his some of his influence because, and and Takada was a handsome guy and he was built and just really, I mean, you can see why he became a star. I mean, at the time, him and Muda um, selling out the dome—it was the largest gate pro wrestling gate in the history of the business when it when it happened. Um, yeah, I mean, if if you find that torrent, I highly recommend downloading it because. Um, a lot of stuff you're not going to see on New Japan World, um, and it really is a history. See, you know, and, and I know they have trouble getting footage, which is which is really weird to me. Like, you're the company. Why don't why don't you just buy the footage, get the footage? Um, but they really should find a way to to to. Those are the stories that they need to tell. Those are the you know when they do like the history of the Bullet Club. Eh, come on, who doesn't know? I mean, a <laughs> yeah, history that happened it, like two months ago. Right, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, all right, I, I understand what you're doing, but I mean, and I know it might be a, uh, a, again, you have the footage and blah, 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 we get all that. But really, the real stories are, you know, that feud, that New Japan-UWF feud, I mean, that's, that that was a massive, massive deal, a massive money-making deal and a huge, huge piece of New Japan's history. I mean, I'm going to go so far as to say, that'd be like you know having a WWE history and taking out the McMahon Austin feud, you know, and not you know not really rec- recognizing it. And I think New Japan has trouble recognizing their history, especially to new fans. Now, listen, you have a Chris Charlton who who does his 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 great work. And and throwing in his his tidbits of information and 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 it's awesome, but that's not enough. You you need you need to tell these stories to these to these new fans. They're interesting stories. They're 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 huge parts of New Japan's history. Got to get on that. And, and I know that they're trying, but they they, they really got to speed that process up. That so in the meantime. Download that fucking torrent and, 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 and enjoy that because it's really worth watching. I know he went on a little bit of a rant there. All right, where, where are we going next?
1: I asked this question on Twitter a few days ago. I wanted to know your thoughts. Okada versus Ibushi, Jay White versus Ibushi, and Jay White versus Naito seem to be protected matches. Mm-hmm. Where and when do you think they use those matches? What kind of numbers do you think they do?
0: Ooh. Well, I mean, again, they they are all protected. So you would uh, safely assume that they they're, they're going to be in big money spots, right? Uh I still th- again, I know I know I'm on this bandwagon of uh Okada and and Abushi. And I think that's a that's a money match right there. Um and I would not be surprised if you see that headline of Dome. Uh I think, I think Jay White and Okada still, that story still needs to be told. That's that there, there is no real, it doesn't feel like there's resolution there. You know, Jay White getting that clean and decisive win. You would, you could say that that is your end and, and Jay White's your guy and we're moving on by, I don't think that's the case. I, so I still think that there's that story to be told. Um, I don't think you waste those matches, and I think they've been kept separate for a reason. Um, okay,
1: what, what about Jay White against Ibushi?
0: Do you... Do, all right, well, let's let's do this. Who's winning New Japan Cup?
1: Yeah, that was going to be my next topic for you. Because what I was going to say, if if you think that Jay White against Ibushi is a protected match, you'd say it's protected because they think that it's... Something that could draw a big number. Now, given that MSG is already sold out, how does that affect the approach to it? Do you think that would be blowing one of these protected matches to put it on MSG? No, because you need a big match. You need... here's, Here's New Japan's
0: goal for Madison Square Garden. Right, the tickets have been sold. What they need to do is they need to have people talking coming out of that weekend. They need to have people coming, talking, leaving that arena of... What a fucking show that was and what a main event that was. Right? That's what they need to have happen. They need they can't have people walking out of that building being, that's eh, all right. That's oh, good. Let's go get some beers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's get let, let's let's you know. They need people to walk out of that building with wow. Fucking great. They need that to generate the momentum and keep momentum. So no, they can. They could absolutely do that match. The only hesitation that I have is that okay, so just like we talked about before, when it comes to Jay White,
1: you pin it. You pin in Ibushi here. Well, I was going to say Ibushi could be a person who could help Jay White have that kind of jump out of your seat, thrilling match where you have some big, exciting, dangerous spots peppered yes. throughout that. You think he's been missing somewhat. And yeah, if you have Ibushi losing here, maybe he comes so agonizingly close that that whets the appetite for the long term story of Ibushi going off. First of all, he's got to overcome Tanahashi and show Tanahashi that he can be the next ace of the company. And then he goes on to win the title at some point in the future. Just throwing that okay. out there as a possibility. Right, right.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't think you switch the title at Madison Square Garden if you do if you do White Abushi. I don't I don't think that's the right time. I think that I think that would be a mistake. Um, so to me, you're putting. I think it's the undercard that will be the things that people walk out of that building being like, "Holy shit, that was fucking awesome." And, and I and that's not to say, not to say that Jay White can't have a great match but Jay White has to be put in a match where Jay White goes over. I really don't think you're t- you're changing the title there, right? Unless, uh, again, we're doing fantasy booking here, but unless Okada wins that New Japan Cup and Okada beats Jay White at Madison Square Garden.
1: Yeah, we did have a couple of questions on this. Um Harry says, do you think New Japan has shit the bed when it comes to the MSG main event? I think a lot of fans were expecting some sort of match involving two out of Tanahashi, Okada, Naito and Omega. Obviously Omega's out of the question. Jay White feels like a bit of a letdown for such a historic event. And I'm going to lump in the second question, which is from Violent Skipping, who says, since there's surely no way there'll be a third successive title change, how do you book MSG to have a sufficiently big show match without burning off a major white defence with an anti-climax?
0: I think, like I said, I think that, I as weird as it sounds, your IWGP Heavyweight Championship match might not be the match that people walk out of their the building with their mouths like agape and eyes open and saying this was an unbelievable show. I think there might be other matches that do that. Um, yeah, I don't think they hot potato that belt. Um, if it, unless uh, Oak, okay. the only person I see them. Possibly changing that title to is Okada. That's it. And I don't even think that's a a good move. I think Jay White successfully defends the title at Madison Square Garden. Now, again, people are talking about, well, this is not going to be. Trust me. Take my word. And I'm putting all of my chips on Jay White on this one. Whoever he's in the ring with, I guarantee you this will be a great match. I guarantee it. I tell you what. I was going to say I'll buy beers for Madison Square Garden. I, I'm not doing that. I don't have that kind of money. Um, but you get my point, right? I, I'm 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 very confident that that whoever is put in that ring, again, think of the names that we're talking about here. Okay, it could be Ibushi. That's going to be a great fucking match with Jay White. Oh, it could be Okada. It's going to be a great fucking match, right? I, I mean, Naito. It's going to be a great fucking match. You're not going to – we're not going to – people are people, – because it's not Kenny Omega, people are worried that Jay White can't pro- – trust me, people. Jay White, I promise you, can produce a great match. You just – we just haven't seen it yet. And 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 here's the thing. We have seen great matches. Okay, let me pump the brakes. We've seen really, really good matches. I don't know if we've seen that that blow-away New Japan main event, you know, 900-star New, uh, main event from Jay White. Okay, fair enough. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen on a, on a on a on a show like this, right? A- against again, any one of those three opponents, I don't think anybody has anything to worry about with that th- this match not being great. Great. Okay, let me just rewind a bit. So going back to.